I'm now joined on, on the line by Rosalind Fuller, who's an independent candidate in Fingal, and she's standing on a platform of direct digital democracy. Uh, Rosalind, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. No problem at all. Can you explain to me it, you know, about yourself and what's this you know, digital democracy about, please? Well, when I began researching actually how to make international institutions more democratic. And while I was doing that, I noticed that there are many problems with how we practice democracy on a national level. I noticed that elections are quite inaccurate, uh, that they're often won by the uh, party or candidate that's able to spend the most money on their campaign, and that people in between elections aren't able to affect politics. Um, so I noticed that this was a very, very deep and entrenched problem that people and parties would be unable to resolve. But I also found out something very good, which is that there's technology today that now exists that actually would allow people to take a hand in making decisions on a more continuous basis. Uh, for example, participatory budgeting, which has been used in Germany, in New York, uh, in Brazil for many, many years, actually allows people to say where the discretionary portion of a government's budget should be spent. And that has had really positive effects because government is getting feedback directly from people on what their needs are. And people actually have the power to make a binding decision on those. Okay, so, what, so let me just say, what you're saying is that if, say, Fingal County Council, for instance, have a budget of, I don't know what the budget is, say, 600 million as a figure. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What you're saying is that there should be a certain part of that is at the discretion of the people in the area and they can vote on that digitally um, every year, is it, or every whatever, you know, when the budget time comes up? Usually every year, and that would be a really good application of digital democracy locally that's had a lot of success in the past. Right, okay, so... and. So, so, so basically, that that's that's what you're saying. And what about this idea of being able to vote online and say on your phone? Because you know we hear so many things about you know, particularly say young people being away. Would that would that help that situation? Yes, definitely. Actually, um, they've allowed e-voting in Estonia for about ten years now. Um, so you can vote online and you can vote through your mobile as well. Um, and actually, Switzerland is uh, working on introducing this as well for referendums to allow uh, Swiss people to vote on referendums when they're outside of Switzerland. And I mean, I think that would really help us here as well, because I've spoken probably to at least uh, nine or ten people over the past three or four days who are going to be away during this election. Yes. Who will be able to vote in this election. Yes, well, I suppose that that's part of the the, the problem. That uh, any, I suppose, any time you have an election, um, you know, I know you can postal vote. But I heard the guys talking about that on the the radio the other morning. And like, if if you're going to be out of the country because you're working, you have to get the letter signed by your boss or yeah. whatever. And like, that just seems a little bit intrusive. Or if yourself, if you're uh, self-employed, you have to get somebody else to sign it off. Like it just seems a little bit cumbersome. So certainly, what you're saying is voting online would 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 save a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, it is it is really a very cumbersome process, and that we have to remember that we invented this system of going to a, ball- a ballot box and voting. You know, two hundred or more years ago, back when that was the only technologically feasible option for people to cast a paper ballot and send a representative off to a specific place where they would meet face-to-face with other representatives. And in this day and age, that's no longer necessary. So we're actually using very old and cumbersome technology uh, that we could replace with something new, more convenient, that would allow more real-time feedback and more participation. So. Uh, we talked a little bit before about budgeting on a local level. What I'm campaigning on on a national level is that 
I would allow my constituents to have a binding say in how I cast my vote in the doll. Okay, is, so you, know, you get elected. <laughs> yeah, so you get yeah. elected and the, um, you know, it's the budget time and, and your yeah. budget is X and you want you want to know from your constituents what way you want to them or they in, should you, they want you to vote is that that's that the the bottom the bottom line precisely precisely right, okay. precisely all right okay and the other things you also have on if we can move on a little bit is cruelty to animals and things like that um i see you know fox hunting and fur farming are things that you you're not very in favor of reading your literature is that would that be a, an understatement I, 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 I think that um, I've had, you know, I've had numerous um, uh, correspondence with a lot of my constituents on these issues. And when people ask me about my views, I always try to write a blog and post it all month. Um, personally, I don't, I don't favor fox hunting myself. However, again, I'm always open to having a constituency decision on these points. So I really think that theoretically everything should be open to my constituents potentially overturning my will. If it was up to me, I'm not in favor um, of fox hunting. I do think it's it's quite cruel and unnecessarily so. Um, I think other issues that come up uh, from animal rights campaigners sometimes, for example, animal experimentation, I do think that that's not realistic, uh, that we completely ban that for medical research, for example. So it's a more differentiated view. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, well, in fairness, I have to say you're the first candidate I've had on that has actually mentioned these particular uh, issues um, and fair play to you for, for raising them, I suppose. Uh, there are a lot of issues, I think, that don't get on the agenda because we're kind of always circling a couple, you know, the main, a couple of main points again and again and again. And there's a lot of things that, that are concerning um, or that are important to people that never even make it onto the agenda. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I see here you have uh, animal circuses. Now, I, I didn't think that, um, you know, animals were allowed bar maybe horses or something like that on to circuses anymore and now i may i'm getting you know you can certainly correct me if i'm wrong but i didn't think you know the the old circuses that used to be with you know i i know of one lady that used to hypnotize crocodiles and snakes and stuff like that but uh, I, I think that those days are are thankfully gone uh, and yet you have it do you think that's an issue as well or is it just something that's cropped yeah, up no, I've, I've kind of whenever whenever people bring up and ask for my views on that i always write down these are these are my views right. right um i haven't seen i personally think that that it's a little bit passe myself as well um and uh, uh, from from my personal experience uh, but i think it's important always to to talk about these things even if it's just um you know, a theoretical consideration going forward. I mean, I'm asked for my views, I give my views. Yeah. And as I said before, it's always a matter of uh, people in the constituency having uh, their say on what they think we should do. So. Right, okay. And uh, you also have uh, school admissions down as one of your topics mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. This is a big, this is a big, big topic for people in our constituency. Um, I've had a lot of people at the doors. Uh, either their children aren't baptized and they can't get into a school close by. Sometimes even the children are baptized, but the school admissions policies are not centrally coordinated. So people fall through the various admissions policies that schools put in place and can't find a school for their children in the area. Um, so I think this is definitely something that government has been very, very lackadaisical on uh, and isn't recognizing the issues that people are going through here in trying to get a school place for their children because I really don't think that that should be a competitive process to try to get a primary or secondary school placement for your children. Right, okay. And you also have a repeal of the Eighth, um, I believe that's the Eighth Amendment, mm -hmm. is it? Yeah, my, again, that's definitely, I mean, that's something that will have to go to referendum, of course, because um, it was a constitutional amendment. Uh, my personal view is that, especially in the case of fetal, uh, fatal fetal abnormalities, 
Uh, I do believe that is very, very cruel to force someone to carry, um, you know, an unviable fetus to term. Um, I also think that um, I'm, I'm personally pro-choice myself, although I do think there should be some regulation around that. Right, okay, okay. So you have a, a very uh, mixed uh, view on a lot of things, you know, uh, and which, as I said, are, are very different to um, some of the other people uh, that, that I've interviewed uh, that are candidates. Do you think that will help you stand out in the crowd? Well, I think the reason, I think I have a very differentiated view on things. I think a lot of people have differentiated views on things. In a way, that's the problem with party politics is that you have to sign up to a certain uh, number of platforms and you have to agree with those through thick and thin whether or not you personally uh, agree with them or not. So I yes. think if we really were to look at society as a whole, we'd get a more differentiated picture with people maybe agreeing on some things and disagreeing on others. And that's something we're just not capturing in the system at all right now. Right, okay. And can I just ask you, uh, like you're saying, that if you get elected uh, on a certain platform and if something crops up in the next five years, you would put that out to your constituents to to email you or text you or whatever with what way they want you to vote. Would that, would that, be, would that be correct? Well, actually, we'd be using uh, a software system right. that actually pushes things out to people and allows people to vote uh, as and when they see fit online and actually allows people to bring something to my attention that I may not have been considering a vote okay. on, but yep. which people are demanding a vote on. Right, okay. It would actually right. be more of a software system instead of email or text. So right, it would be, okay. That would make it transparent. So not only would I be able to see what people want, everyone else in the constituency as well would be able to see what other people want. Okay, very good. Um, well, as I say to all the candidates, is there? Sorry, I should say, is there anything else you want uh, to to bring up and that we can have a chat about? No, 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 that's the I think we we've covered things pretty well. Thanks. No Thank bother. You very much for taking the time. No, well, as I say to all the candidates, the very best of luck with your with your campaign. It doesn't mean I favour anybody or whatever. I have any favourites, but uh, just the very best of luck with your campaign. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you out at the count centre. I think it's the twenty twenty seventh, the twenty eighth, or something like that. We'll see you out there anyway. Okay. Great. Thanks a lot, Rosalind. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. Bye. And that was Rosalind Fuller, who's an independent candidate out in Dublin Fingal. And you can have a look at her website is www.rosalindfuller.com. And, uh, you know, she has a, uh, she blogs nearly every day. So you can catch up with what what she's thinking and uh, what she sees happening out there.